To all the moms out there and everyone who has a mom, which is all, all of us, happy Mother's Day. I know that today there's so much that I could talk about beyond mothers and ladies, but today I'm going to focus in on that. There's lots of things happening in our world, and we've prayed about them this morning already, but today, ladies, this is for you. Motherhood is not always straightforward, and it doesn't look the same for any two families. For some, your mother was there and loving, and others grew up without a mom for a variety of reasons. Or maybe you had a mom that you esteemed and lifted high, or maybe you had a mom that wasn't an example that you really felt was beneficial. Maybe mother came, motherhood came to you unexpectedly, or you've longed for motherhood to be a biological mother, but for a whole host of reasons, maybe that hasn't happened. For some of you women, mothering is normal. Mothering just flows from you. And other women, that's the last thing you feel. And that's the last thing that feels normal to you. All this to say that mothering and motherhood is complicated and no one fits the stereotypical mold of what motherhood means. So my hope for today is not to shame, belittle, or exclude any women, but to raise high the value of women and motherhood and allow all women to become who God has created them to be. Men, if you're watching or listening this morning, this isn't time to check out or think that you get a pass because this message is for you too. And there's much that you're going to learn today and good that you can take away to help you with all the women that are in your lives. So let's take a brief look at Proverbs 31 this morning. Now, Proverbs 31 is located in the Old Testament. It's in the time of kings, and a lot of the book of Proverbs was written by King Solomon, but this chapter is written by a king named King Lemuel. We'll find out a little bit more about him a little later. This chapter in Proverbs 31 is often elevated as this pinnacle view of what a woman should be. But within this chapter, not much is said about mothering. But we can discover a lot about a woman of character. A woman of character. And character can be described as something you are when no one else is looking. Character is who you are beyond any role or responsibility that you have. And character is not something that is formed in a moment, but that is forged over a lifetime. And all of us, both men and women, are called to be people of good character. So read with me, beginning in verse 10 from Proverbs 31. If, you're, if you have a Bible, take it on out. And also notes were sent out this week. So Proverbs 31, verse 10. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She's more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She's like a merchant's ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. She goes out to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She's energetic and strong, a hard worker. Now, to say the least, this woman seems amazing and is a high bar she is setting. And at this time, often women were defined by their relationship with their husbands. But don't get stuck on this concept of husbands and wives because there's many larger ideas here. 
And it's easy to compare yourself, and I don't believe that this is the purpose of this chapter, and we'll find out a little bit more about that later. What you can see is this woman is valuable, more valuable than rubies. And women, I want you to hear this morning that you are valuable. Whatever role, whatever stage, women, you are valuable. Next, you see this woman can be trusted, and she can be trusted to enrich others' lives to bring good, not harm. This woman was not only looking out for herself, but how she can invest and enrich the people's lives that she was influencing and who were around her. We also read that this woman loved to shop. She's titled a merchant ship, bringing goods from afar. So ladies, if you love to shop and somebody is criticizing you, just say to them, I'm trying to be a Proverbs 31 woman. And just leave it at that. On top of this, she's an investor. She's investing in her household, in her property. You could, you could make parallel her to a real estate agent. Shout out to Karina. But whatever she is doing, she's working hard. We then read in verses 18 to 23. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with the other civic leaders. Now, all of this is an elaboration of what's already been said. You can see she's hardworking, generous. She's preparing not just for the moment, but for the future and not just for herself, but for the household. Her husband is also well known at the city gates, which means that her husband was in a position of power and influence that people look to him. But you can't separate the two out. This is a combination of together and supporting one another. This husband and wife bless each other, support each other, and I believe are helping each other become who God has created them to be. For Nami and me, we try to practice this. At some phases and stages in our marriage, it was me giving more than her or her giving more than me or a compromise and a collaboration together to see the best for us individually and collectively as a family. Marriage is meant to be a partnership. And it's supporting one another over one another. And for other women in my life, I look at it the same way. And for other people in my life, I'm there to support, encourage, to lift high the people and help them become who God has created them to be, which is sometimes different than when I think. But I'm there to support and encourage towards God's purposes. We then read in verses 19 to 28, she makes belts, belted linen garments and sashes to sell to merchants. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. Once again, we see hardworking, prepared, full of wisdom, and kindness and her family that know her the best rise and bless her. 
They speak words of blessing and praise about this woman. All of us know that the people who know us best can find it the hardest to bless. But here, the people who knew this woman the best rose and said, blessed is this one. There's something about when the people closest to you can do that, that speaks volume about your character and who you are. I have the privilege of knowing some great women in my own life. And I had the opportunity over this last week to sit down through video and have a conversation with four generations of women in my family. With my grandma, who's 97, my mom, my sister and her two girls. She also has two boys. And, and my wife and our two daughters, we also have two sons too. And there's a little quality with talking over video with this, but you'll get the point as you just observe a conversation with these far from perfect women, but also they're pursuing Jesus. Check out this conversation. Well, today I have the privilege of hanging out with multiple generations of my family, from my grandma to my mom to my sister to my wife and daughters and nieces. We have four generations represented here. And so we're going to try to have a conversation just about motherhood across the generations. And so the first question is simply, what are some joys of being a mother? The joy of it is imparting to the next generation the love of Christ. And the love of Christ is so overarching that when you feel yourself going off the deep end, if you don't call on Jesus, you're lost. But Jesus is the name that you can call on and his sufficiency, and then you shut your mouth and you become that loving person that he, our Lord, wants you to be through his power. Okay. I would say that one of the things is seeing things through your kids' eyes. So there's experiences that you've had or you have together with the kids and that just to be able to see their reaction to that is a lot of fun. For me, um, to watch them grow into different stages of life. And I think about when I had them, each one of them I remember how they looked. And I still remember they were in my tummies and they're out in the world crying. And look at this first one, it's already a teenager. Yeah, I always enjoyed it. I thought uniqueness of each person and yeah, I, I really enjoyed being a mom. Watching you grow and just being and doing different explorations walking a lot and what a joy that was and a privilege to raise each one each unique and beautiful and the way that god you know is doing with you he's not finished till he's finished right that's the joy so what about the challenges of being a mom i would say that you never know when what the situation is going to be so then you it's most of the time it's a new situation because as your kids grow, you know, it's like it's with your oldest. You don't you haven't dealt with that situation before. So you pray a lot and try to figure out like what the Bible is telling you to, to lead them in a certain way and 
hopefully that you're giving them good advice. <laughs> well, I think challenges are part of life. And when they come and you're prepared because you've been with the Lord and you know his word and wait to hear what he's saying or nudging you rather than run in full with both of your feet and your big mouth, my big mouth. <laughs> Amen, sister. For me, it's uh, definitely character molding. Uh, me as an imperfect human, try to mold uh, my children, our children, into more like a Christ-like and try to connect their heart to Jesus. And also at this time, I'm learning. And that's everyday struggle, but also learning together. And it's a huge challenge. When you come back and you discipline with always love, and love does not mean you give in, it means you stand firm, but with an attitude of gratitude to God in your heart, regardless of the child's attitude. I think that's one thing we fail to, that I did fail to realize many times. Any, any comments about moms in a positive light? Okay, so all moms are like the people we look up to. That's why I'm, I'm usually trying to make my parents proud. I like how we do, um, we usually do a Bible, um, we do Bible and there's verses and um, we have to memorize the verses by heart and I like memorizing lots of the verses. That's and Grandma has been a real role model, and so is Auntie Angela and all of these ladies here. They, um, they demonstrate how to be a godly woman and how to be a person that strives to be what God wants them to be. Great. And Grandma gives great fashion advice. <laughs> so any, any last thoughts, final thoughts or encouragements? about motherhood or mothering? I think the uh, greatest would be to, regardless of what has happened in the past, to love, the, to love these people, this next generation, and all the four generations, with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all the power that God imparts to you through prayer for these precious ones. I was gonna say, I think that as a mom, a lot of times, like obviously we're not perfect. So just to remember that we can always say sorry and move on and not dwell in what we screwed up in. <laughs> At the end of the day, when I put them down and then sing for them and pray for them, and when you hear you're the best mom in the world, it's nothing like to be mom. That's the best thing. I think I think when um, the beauty is as your kids now you're in a different role, even as a grandma and my my kids are now my friends, and that um, I always appreciate when I hope I do that because I want to be more like Christ when something might be pointed out that I didn't act in the right manner or, you know, do the right thing that I can accept. Really, it's point, it's criticism, but not meant in that way, not being critical. And that I can take that and, and grow and learn from that.
I love the women in my family. And you can see they're far from perfect, but they're trying to pursue Jesus and invest in the next generation and be those people of character that God is calling us to be. Thank you, family, for letting us share together uh, in that moment. Finally, we read in verses 29 to 31. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. This woman is a woman of character. She's a woman of resolve who fears the Lord. She's deserving to be rewarded. The way she lives, her deeds, it says, they publicly declare, speak louder than whatever words about her life. This woman is not trying to be praised, but her life and how she lives is speaking volumes of who she is. And isn't that true for all of us? That your life will always speak louder than your words. Your life is speaking. Now, right away, as we look at this whole chapter, especially for women, you might be thinking, I could never meet those expectations, or maybe I don't even want to try. But I don't believe that that's the point of this message and the point of this chapter. As I referenced before, this chapter is more than likely written by King Lemuel. We don't know who this king is, but what we do know is that the king took enough time and effort to write a whole chapter about this woman in his life. That's not a small statement in itself and in that time. But beyond that, you might not have realized this, but Proverbs 31 is an acrostic poem made with the Hebrew alphabet. That all 22 letters are used in a row to start each line of Proverbs 31. That the king not only took time to write a chapter, but he took time and thought to write down 22 different statements beginning with different letters, letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Have you ever tried to do that? Take that time to think of all these different ideas? That's also why I believe that there's some things that are slightly repetitive. Because as you're trying to use the other letters, you're thinking, okay, I'm, maybe I'm going to make the same statement here again and again. But here the king is taking the time to esteem this woman in his life. So gentlemen, if you're married or if you have a significant woman in your life, would you be willing to take the time to write down 26 different things, at least in the English alphabet, to encourage a woman in your life? Now also, gentlemen, if you didn't get a gift, I'm giving you a way out this morning. So you might want to jump on that. But just the thought, just the thought of taking the time to write that down is saying something about how you value and esteem the women in your life. So men, I figured if I was going to challenge you to do this, I better do it for my wife in advance. So I took the time to write down 26 different things about my wife, beginning with each letter of the English alphabet, not the Hebrew alphabet. My Hebrew is not that good. So here you go, Nami. This is for you this morning. Nami is a great friend. She's beautiful, caring, devoted, enriches others' lives. She forgets about herself and gives to others. She's good at cooking, hardworking, invests in others, 
She's just nice to be around. She's kind, loving. Ministry is in her DNA. Not afraid to tell it like it is. Open to others. Principled in her decisions. Questions and seeks out answers. She's a risk taker. Strong and spontaneous. She takes charge. She uses every last bit of food, shampoo, soap, and cream in the house. She's victorious and competitive in games. She's willing to admit when wrong and asks for forgiveness. She explores new things. You should meet her. Simply amazing. Nami, I love you. Okay, okay, I, I struggled with X and Z if you pick that up, but, but you get the point. It takes time and energy to lift somebody up. And when Proverbs 31 was written, not many women were lifted up and esteemed in that society. But to here the king is lifting high this noble and godly women, and we can make a choice to do the same. Women, I want you to hear this morning that God loves you, that we love you, that you are valuable, and we want to lift you up and esteem you as a church. We celebrate you today. We know that it's a challenge for you, and sometimes you live with unrealistic expectations of what it means to be a woman or a mother. So I want to say to you that you are loved and you are valuable. I can guarantee you that this woman that King Lemuel wrote about, she struggled. She got tired. She got frustrated. She failed at times. But the king, a man in a position of power in her life, saw her and esteemed her and didn't point out her failings, but pointed out the beautiful qualities that she emulated. So today on this Mother's Day, I ask you both men and women, esteem the women in our lives. Make that effort to lift them high. Text them, give them a phone call, send the gift, a handwritten letter, a post in the comments saying, I love you, I esteem you, you are valuable to me, and I am going to lift you up. Women, you are worth it. Mothers, you are worth it. And we celebrate you today. Let's pray. God, we are so thankful for the women that you have put in all of our lives. And God, I want to hear, I want the women to hear in our lives that they are valuable, that they are esteemed. And no matter who they are and what roles they have in our lives, we lift them up today. And Father, may we all emulate people of good character, that our, our works would praise us beyond our, our words. That we live out these lives and invest good things and esteem high the women around us. So God, may we bless and bless again the women that you have placed in our lives. They are so valuable and treasured. In Jesus' name, amen.